We've lost already half our audience that are saying, I'm not listening to this podcast. But I want them to because oh I'm gonna, we're, this podcast is all about leadership. Leadership. Or leadership if it's not a good leader. Ooh, that's <laughs> right? well done. Welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders <laughs> with Mark and Ann. <laughs> God, you said you came so close to nailing it, but you just couldn't. If you guys could see him. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm I just, first of all, wasn't expecting that. Let's go. I'm I used to you, you, you doing you it. you got to get that intro down. See? I mean, what if I can't do one of these things? You're going to have to do it with somebody else, you know? You're going to well, have to I, I'm come out with a fury. Way. Welcome to Travel Hey, everybody. Welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders. I'm Ann Hubert. This is Mark Holloway. And we're ready to go. So you want Anne to do it the Mark Holloway way instead of Anne doing it the Anne way? Do it your own way. Yeah. We've lost already half our audience that are saying, I'm not listening to this podcast. But I want them to because oh I'm gonna, we're, this podcast is all about leadership. Leadership. Or leadership if it's not a good leader. Ooh, that's <laughs> right? well done. Right? So I, I think people might say, why, why are you doing a podcast on leadership for travelers? Because they are oftentimes leaders. It's everything. Anybody can be a leader. It doesn't yep. mean that you're in charge of people necessarily, but no. it's also to help people. I've already done one about being a good manager. Yep. I want people to understand if they're frustrated on the road, why they're frustrated. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes it has to do with maybe a charge nurse they're working with. Maybe it's a manager. Maybe it's themselves, right? And, yep. and maybe you've been put into a charge role or you're in a, you know, you're an allied professional and you're in a place where the, the manager of that unit is just a mess it's this this episode can be to help you but also if you learn these things then it, it can help your belts I'm, I'm this is where I am constantly working on me because yep. my learning curve I'm, I, I've got things on this list that I think I do okay uh -huh. and things I really struggle with and it's human nature, right? You can't do everything well. You can do your best. You're turning around looking at the list I have. I've written on the board now. Yeah, he writes the list behind me, you guys. <laughs> and I don't have my glasses. I write points behind you so I can see them because I'm leading the podcast because I'm the leader. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I can be the leader of this podcast. You can't see because you don't have your glasses on. So <laughs> I, you're really at a great disadvantage, which makes me seem like the smart one on the podcast, which is the whole point of this whole exercise, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, lead away, <laughs> I guess. All right, I just put some bullet points behind you of, I think, qualities that leaders, people have with leadership. And we're going to have to go through this. I've got about 16 of them up there, so we have to kind of knock these out. You think but, people are born leaders? Um, yeah, I and do. And then some people are learned leaders? I think leaders? everyone is born with the ability to do some kind of leading. They may choose not to, but I also think people can learn to be a better leader, which is what I'm trying to do. I think right? they're natural leaders. Um, I think people have a, there are, people have a quality, some people, I don't think I have this quality, that people just tend to kind of follow them, or I don't know, there's a quality that some people have a, a, an aura about them that 
that works. Mm-hmm. You ever know, the, the guy or gal at the at the at the campfire at the cocktail party that's telling a story and everyone's totally like hanging on their next word. Yeah. You can't really teach that. Some people can just. Or the tell friend a story. in high school that leads you to every party or every bad thing or every good thing. Or sure. There's people that just naturally have those qualities. I don't really know what they are. I don't know if it's hard to put them, but. I think for today we're going to talk about just some things that I think are important qualities of a, of a leader, and you guys can use these for your own life, for your work and travel life, I'm hoping. Um, it's just part of the Travel Experience 101. So let's start right in, because we have a lot to go through. Um, honesty and integrity. Mm-hmm. It's really, I mean, you can have someone lead, you just said, someone gives you a bad, you know, takes you to all the bad, makes you all the bad decisions, but that typically isn't sustainable over a period of time. Right. I think good leaders communicate with honesty and have integrity right yeah. behind it and you, you can't fake that no everyone makes mistakes everyone has their issues but if you're open and you're saying listen I this is what's happening and you're you have the integrity to say I'm constantly striving to be a better person a better human a better leader with, with all of my failures and all of my my misguidances and stuff I still <laughs> am striving for to hit that. So honesty and integrity are a huge, I think, thing. And I do think that's one of those things that either have it sometimes or you don't, mm-hmm. but you can work toward it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's not a lot to say about honesty. No, there <laughs> I isn't. mean, you, I don't care if you're a leader or not, you should have honesty and integrity. You should. And so. I think that people that are good leaders have that that quality or work to have that quality. What's the difference between honesty and integrity? Uh, totally different. Integrity, I, you know, well, are you asking me or are you yeah, trying to? Yeah, I'm asking you. So honesty is just being honest about stuff, right? I mean, right. You, you have a complete honest. Integrity is the foresight to say this is the reason behind why I want to go where I want to go and it has high intentions. Mm, well said. Is that okay? That was good. You always challenge me like that on the podcast. Like, what if I screw <laughs> this up? What if I don't know the difference and I'm all concerned? <laughs> All right, let's move on because I want to get through the lights. Here's one that I think is learnable, and that's confidence. I don't know that I would say it's learnable, but I would. I think it's earnable, and I think it's learned. But do you think it's an important quality for a leader? Of course, I do. Well, I, yeah. again, you yeah. could argue with these. These are just me throwing. No, I definitely think it's an important. Think, yeah, of course. I mean, you're not gonna no. you're not gonna follow somebody who's like, I don't know if we should go into battle or not. That's my point exactly. Gee. That that good leaders have confidence, even if it's. I mean, this is a kind of a bad thing. Even if they're wrong, mm-hmm. they have they they're confident. And I right. think that if you are dealing yeah, with a manager out there who is oh. unconfident, you it it just shows so well. And you guys yeah. all are shaking your heads. Somebody who's been maybe put in a position of management or in a chart and they're not confident, that's not fun to work around no. or with. No. For sure. Mm-mm. So if you are in a management role or you wanted to be a leader on your unit or your floor, you got to exude confidence. You have to, you know, be confident that what you're doing and what you're saying is is the right direction for that unit or for yourself personally. And it's right. really important. Anybody that you're leading, yep. it's vitally important. Confidence is one of those things that it just, you know, it just, you have to have it. Right. Like you said, no one's going to follow you if you're if you're shaky or waning on, on things. Yeah. Nope. So it doesn't nope. make sense. No. Nope. I like this next one, and that is the, the ability to inspire other people. This is one that I, I, I had to learn. I will tell you, I don't know if I necessarily had that. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I still do. I think it's a work in progress for me personally, but trying to inspire other people to, and there's a couple of things that kind of go along this we'll talk about a little bit later on the podcast, but the ability to inspire others, 
doesn't necessarily mean you're empowering somebody. We'll talk about that in a minute. It's it's that naturally people want to be do like better you. with you, by you, for you, whatever way you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I, I like the with you part. Sure. That people are naturally saying, I want I, I want to do look good in that person's eyes. Right. So that's what I'm saying. And I want to try things that I normally wouldn't do. You know, you're looking for someone to say that just so, you know, people say that's not on my, that's not what I'm supposed to, that's not my job. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah. That tell if you have a lot of people, if you're a manager out there or you're in a unit that a lot of people are saying, I don't, that's, they don't step up and do go above and beyond. Right. You've got an uninspirational leader. Hopefully it's not you. If it is, you recognize that. You've got to change a lot of things and we don't have time in this podcast to go over that, but you have to realize that people don't, you're not inspiring anybody. You're not motivating them to do better. Right. That is a quality that a, a good leader has. Yes. So there's a lot of things you can do. You can sit down and talk to them. You can give people confidence. You can have these one-on-ones like the things that I do. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, having the confidence, having the honesty and integrity, all that stuff goes along with it. But it should, this is one of those things that naturally happens. Yes. You should be, if you, and, and I really want you to recognize that if you don't have that quality, that you've got to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to tell I mean, I, I do, but I just said <laughs> there's ways to do it. But it's, in, it's vital for a leader, right? It is. Yeah. All right. You keep looking now. I shouldn't have even told you were back. Well, that stuff was back there. Well, you knew it. I mean, I, you, yeah. All right. So this one, I definitely think you're going to chime in on it. Vision and purpose. You can't just be a leader and say, I don't know what we're going to do six months from now or a year from now. You've got to have vision and you've got to have a purpose to move you toward that vision. You and I have experienced that with uh, other people in the past where you're like, I, I don't know what the hell this this group or this company or this leader is doing. Yeah. It's it's How fun is it? Mm, it's miserable. It's absolutely awful. <laughs> it doesn't give you any inspiration. No, it doesn't. So and it doesn't that, motivate you. And it doesn't, you just, yeah, you're just like flapping around. There are and, people that have been put into management roles or into leadership roles that have no vision for what they want to do with that role. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm putting this into a travel aspect. They have a purpose in which to get them there. Right. You know, what if it's to cut down on, on the, on the, you know, what if it's to fix their schedule so that they're more efficient and, and, and travelers are making more money and they, they don't have to, you know, use as many travelers maybe. I don't know what it is. Right. But, but have a vision and then have a purpose to have that happen. Or, you know, it's, you've gone, we've all gone and heard nurses and travelers say they've gone into, into places where the schedule's just a mess. Mm-hmm. There's too many people on sometimes and have enough on others, you know, very common like the ER stuff. So it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's just bizarre, right? But that is one of those things where you have to have a vision and a purpose in order to get I would there. just add, you have to have a very clearly defined vision. You can't just say, my vision is to grow this company. Right. You, you know, you've got to, you have to very, and you have to give small, little chunkable, reachable vision goals, kind of, if you will. Right. Like people need to see your vision coming to fruition, even if that's in just little bits and pieces. Correct. Yeah, I mean that you're I, leading them towards that, and that it, you know, it all make it, it, it all makes sense, and it's all right. attainable. Absolutely. It's it's not a vague thing, and I think a lot of people think it. No, it's a very specific thing. Yeah, it's not you know? vague. It's and you very, can have multiple specific. visions that right. have multiple purposes that lead you toward those. I mean, that's that's good leadership. You have thought through where you want to go. Like, you, just think about being a parent. You you can't tell your kids do your chores. They know what their chores are. 
Right. You have to say, unload the dishwasher, <laughs> load the dishwasher. Well, the purpose is you want to teach them their own good habits, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly, to do it themselves. Right. Right. Yeah, so it's just, it's very similar to that. Right. You have to have specific. Right. Doctors. So this next one's kind of a buzzword for us. It's transparency. And why is that even on this list? Because it's important. I put it, not put it on. I, well, I there know. You know. There's our disagreement. No, no, no. I think as a good leader, and this is my personal opinion. No, it's my opinion as well. I'm just joke, making jokes because oh. that word just can't escape. Yeah. It's just a, it's a buzzword this day and age. But here's what I'm saying. When I became a transparent leader, mm-hmm. meaning internally, yeah. I'm talking internally, right? Right. When I shared my company's vision and I shared heartaches, um, financial information, right? Open it up. Yep. It, it. I think I went up a couple of tiers because people understood everything. There's yep. no reason to hide behind a facade of, of, of I, I'm only going to tell them what I think they should know and I'm going to protect them and all that crap. Baloney. Right. It's all about just being totally transparent. And I right. think that... Again, I'm working through that, doing more and more, but I think at this day and age, there's pretty much nothing that any employee can't talk to me about. Yeah. It's all right there. Sure. You know, company-wise, right? Right. I mean, that's the whole point. <laughs> Being transparent as a leader, I mean, let your people know when you're having a bad day. Let yeah. Let them know you're frustrated with the schedule. Let them know you're frustrated because you, you don't have a traveler in that unit or you're short-staffed or you're overstaffed or whatever the issue was, that there's problems with, you know, with charting. I don't care what it is. It's okay for people to understand what you're dealing with, it will make you a better leader because they will put themselves in your position a little bit more. And they won't make up their own little minds. I don't mean little minds. They won't make up their my own minds with little stories and little little things that really aren't the truth. And that can sometimes affect your ability to lead a team as well. Gotcha. Well, uh, do you understand what I'm I just do. saying? I yeah. mean, you know, if they're back there talking to each other going, why is she so grouchy? Oh, well, I heard this happen. Oh, well, I heard that happen. Then, you know, none of that's really the case. Perfect. I like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You just pulled at me. I did kind of pull you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Can't say much. Well, you said it all. You did a good job. Um, the next one is, is, is kind of on the same lines we said purpose, but it's the word commitment. Right. Now... Again, you and I have experienced this with an, with uncommitted people internally, above, below, you name it. When someone isn't really committed to their own job. Or vision. Well, here's the thing. If you don't know your vision, you can't commit to your vision. So it all very much plays in on itself. True. I, I mean, I've, I've been around people that aren't committed. They want other people to do their stuff. Like, you know, yeah. there's a manager or somebody that's, that does, you know, comes in late. Right. And then they're going to complain about other people coming in late. Right. Or you can just tell they've checked out. Yep. I mean, and that's the that's the opposite extreme of what I'm talking about with being committed. Right. But when you're committed to leadership, no matter if it's again a unit or you're just whatever, it's you have to have that commitment and you have to really buy into your own. You have to be consumed by it. And mm-hmm. you know we have been. You've been that as a director of recruitment. I've been that as a CEO. When it's all I can think about, I am committed mm-hmm. to that role, right? Commitment is a big thing. Again, this is one of those things you have to, it's it's less about learning. You either have it, maybe you don't, but just be aware of it. Sure. And it might make a lot of sense. Well, you better be aware of it because if you're not, everybody else will be aware of it. Well, I almost put these two together, but the next one is passion. And I think they yeah. do kind of go, I almost said commitment and passion. Sure. But passion is one of those things, too. I mean, you can be committed. When I, and the reason I separated them is I felt commitment was more about if you're going to walk the walk, 
I'm sorry, talk the talk, that you have yeah. to walk the walk. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm talking about. I mean, be on time. You know, don't be upset with somebody else when you're doing the exact same behaviors. Right. We've seen units like that where you know, the manager is maybe, you know, director of that unit is not working that hard, but they're asking everybody else to. And it's kind of like, you know, you're not, doesn't seem like they're committed. Passion, I think, takes that to the next level, like mm-hmm. you were just, we were just talking about, where we can't, like you and I have texted each other late night, early, early morning, because we yep. both are early risers. Yep. And it's like, hey, we, hey, I couldn't think, I was sleeping all night, we couldn't sleep all night, I was thinking about this. Yeah. To me, that's passion. Sure. And I think that that is one of those things that if you have that, it naturally does things like we've already discussed. Inspires right. others. It shows yeah. them that you have vision and purpose. It gives you confidence. It's it's kind of wraps everything up. But it's mm-hmm. it's another one I just wanted to kind of throw out there. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to follow anybody that doesn't have passion. And then think about well, you could, but it's it's easier, right? right. You're naturally going to be drawn to people that that have <laughs> bless you that have that that oh. passion, right? Oh. All right. So here's here's the here's an and one. Good communicator. Now, I struggle with this one sometimes, I would admit. Sometimes I, I don't know what it is, but I'm working on, I will think in my head that I'm being very clear, and I've learned from multiple people <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not always clear. People walk away saying, I don't know, I, it was this message, then at the end it was this other message. It is, it is. <laughs> you are, I, you right? do send mixed messages. I, I struggle you do. with that. You do. And, I, and yeah. I am doing my best to, to improve that. A lot of times, you just don't want to come out and say what you want to say. You're trying to say it. I'm in not a way. being transparent. Yeah, <laughs> or you just you have to say a hard thing, and you don't want to say. Okay, it. fair it's, enough. That's usually. That's, and you're I think right. That, that's usually what I do struggle mostly with my yeah. communication when I'm trying to maybe be tough mm-hmm. or have a rule, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to work for a jerk. Right. So I'm gonna kind of. I'll yeah, be so you tough come and, I'll, and I'll come back and I'll be like back at right. I'll back. And so then ever? everyone leaves you leave the room and everyone's like, So Anne <laughs> are we supposed to be here at eight or eight thirty? Right. So I mean and again, I I know I struggle with that. I think that's an yeah. important thing and one of the things that I try to work on is it's not necessarily about being wish up. Just communicate well. Make sure that when you you people are clear. And that one way to check this is ask. Do you, can we? Yes. Let's let's talk about what did we just what did we just talk about? Do you have any understanding? To kind of re, re, recap. Active listening. Active listening and recap kind of what you said. And mm-hmm. I think over time, I am starting to learn those things that will help me be a better communicator. Things that I should say. Things that I shouldn't say. That I do say. Yeah, I was. I would say there's also times when you should know when to communicate and when not to communicate. Sometimes it's better to say nothing oh, at all. I like that. Than to say right. anything. Yeah. Good point. You don't always have to have as a, as someone in a leadership role. You don't have to always have the last word. Right. If you're yep. a manager of a unit and there's a charge nurse who's got the situation handled, let him or her let handle him. it. Yep. And a great, really good point. Love yep. that. All right, I, I like, would say tell them they did a great job. Sure, afterwards. <laughs> Communicate that, yes. And by the way, tell the, the charge nurse that he or she did a great That's job. That's what I mean, yeah. All right, um, this one I think is one that you can learn, but I think if you have it, it's better. It's humility. I think people really confuse this one. I want to spend a little bit of time on this one. A lot of people that are in leadership roles feel like they can't have any humility whatsoever. Like they can't do anything wrong, can't make a mistake. Yeah, kind of. And like if they, they do and they get caught with making a mistake, they tend to blame someone else. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I don't know why I think it's just, that's just the way it is. And by the way, it's not just people that are newly in a role like that. No. And I, I, I'm telling you guys out there, it is important to show vulnerability and humility when things aren't happening the way you want them to happen. I mean, yeah. it's okay to to have humility. I've had some real tough lessons in life yeah. on humility, right? Yep. 
Yep. They've made me better. Sure. I think. But they sure suck. Sure, but they're part of my story now, which means that it actually in increases, in my opinion, the value of you. Well, geez, maybe. Yeah. I think that what I'm saying is that when you have when you have a failure, <laughs> acknowledge it, embrace it. Don't be so yeah. quick to be like, uh, like I don't want to brush underneath the rug, so I, to speak. Yeah, I Sweep fucked this up. How am I going to fix it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, and that shows everybody's human, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Don't be inhuman. No, people respond to that way more than the whole pretending like you didn't make a mistake or blaming someone else or oh, anything God, like that. Yes. That just does not. That's going to that kill drives. any passion you have. That's going to kill any commitment somebody might have had to you. I mean, it's going to kill it all. So it does. It's just easier to, you know, I made a mistake. I would also say a lot of people get power hungry when they get into roles where they are leading people. Yeah. And then, you know... I would say stay away from that. You know, you don't need to be. No, power hungry is bad. It's like the it's the antithesis almost to humility. It is. You know? Yeah, and you know, just because you don't like somebody on your staff, end, don't you. you know, don't treat someone that you like. The person you like the least, should, nobody should know who you like oh, the good least. Good point. Love that. So, be be humble. Yeah. Have have some humility. Be human. People will respond to that. And yeah. Again, if you've got a manager out there, you guys know why he or she's having trouble because they, they just, what Ann just described is one of those things. All right, our big one around here, one that I think, I know I have, I think I've come a long way on this because it was new to me and I still think it's one of those things that is, it's one of the, it's a Gary Vee thing, but it's- I don't even know what it is yet. Emotional intelligence. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The ability to put yourself in somebody else's position and understand why it is that they're acting the way they are. That's kind of a brief summary. And then being able to use that intelligence to foster a better outcome. Yep. That's, I guess, emotional intelligence in a nutshell. And, yeah. and I, I know that. It's been ten, around for a while. Yeah, but 10 years ago, I didn't know what this was. Well, I'm not surprised by that. But well, there you go. But as I I've learned it about was. it, I, I think you ha people have it naturally, but now that people are pointing out what it is, it's a big one around here because yeah. there's conflicts and there's issues, especially internally. There's issues with it when you're dealing with a traveler who's upset. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you, you, it. Or Anne's really pissed off at you. Sure. I got to put myself in your <laughs> shoes, right? And understand what is going on. And it's the first thing you're doing in your head before you're opening your mouth. Right. And reacting. You're, you're sitting there because everyone's first reaction always is to be defensive. I think good leaders take a break, pause for a moment. Well, yeah, you don't immediately judge. You make no judgments whatsoever before you've really assessed the situation this is emotionally. A, this is definitely a thing you can learn to do better. Yeah. I don't care where you are in, 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 your, in your leadership, you know, if you're leading or not leading, you can learn how, yeah. to, how to have the higher emotional intelligence. It's incredibly important this day and age. Yeah, you can always go out and find the facts, or, or the just, factual just intelligence. Think. But then you need to step back and say, all right, so this is what happened. Now let's think about what are the emotions behind what happened and why that person reacted that way or acted that way or did what they did or whatever. Um, it's just important to put yourself to, in their in their yeah. shoes for just yeah. a second. Mm -hmm. That should be when someone comes to, to comes to you with a conflict or and you're looking for conflict resolution. Before you try to fix it, stop and put yourself in his or her shoes for a minute. If you can, if you know enough about that person to say, "What's going on here?" And it, people are different than you. 
I mean, yeah. remember this, everybody. Yeah. So what is it this person is dealing with that I'm... That I don't know about? Yeah. Or, yeah, usually yeah. that's when they end up in your office and you're like, what's going on? Right. And they're like, exactly. my so husband it, left. Or well, yeah, that could, it could I mean, be that. It yeah. has nothing to do with whether they're exactly. coming to the office. Exactly. That's they're, what a lot. Oftentimes like it is. short fuse someday, right? Yes, Who knows what it is? Just life. Yeah. So a big one. All right, we got to kind of move along because we got a few more. But um, here's one I've always that I, I think is important, and I've always known this, and that is decision making capability. Good leaders make decisions. They make them quick. They don't always make them right. Right. If they make a wrong decision, they fix it real quickly. But one of the things you you want to be able to do is make a decision. Yes, because to make no decision is to still make a decision. Because well, that's what oh, Rush said. Yeah. Who? Rush. The band. Yeah. Okay. And what song? You don't um, know, do you? Yes, I do. But now to it make just a left my brain. Is also you know, to, when you have. Uh, to, you know, I can hear them in my head. It, when, to make it, not to make a choice is still whatever. Oh, right? you still it's free will. Free will, yeah, free oh, will. Song That's free it. will. Thank you, you still have made a choice. Yeah, there we go. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Exactly. If you had said that line, right. I would have gotten it because I'm a weird. <laughs> well, freebie. I didn't have it all together in my head as yeah, it was the coming song in there. Free will, which of course <laughs> Neil Peart wrote all his lyrics. Um, <laughs> It is important to make a decision. How many times have you been in a room with me where there was something in a, in a, in a perhaps a recruiter meeting and we, we made a decision right then and there, but we thought about it, we used some emotional intelligence, we considered the pros and cons, but decisions were made and this is a big thing with me being a leader. Make a flipping decision. Yeah, I don't think you always have to make them quickly, but I think that you yeah. need to make them with a lot of data and you need, I mean, you know, you... I think good make leaders them tend to make them pretty quickly. And, after and, I mean, that's fine, but put some thought into it and don't just like, because you saw something on the internet last night, walk in and say, I've made a decision to change this. True. So, I agree with that. Yeah. But I think... The, I would also say it's also important uh, good leaders include their team in those decisions. Agreed. Yeah. That's totally fine. But make, yeah. that, make, make that decision. Yeah. Uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the buck stops here, uh-huh. right? Yeah. That's what good leaders do. They 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 are accountable for not only their decisions, the decisions of others, the decisions that they've approved that others have made. Who's the president that used to say that? Which I, president? I don't know. Buck stops here. I, I don't remember. know. That's before my time, and I'm young. I only know. It was time. an older president. Anyway, be. but that's that is that is leadership one on one. Yeah. You take one so. for the team. You are you know at the end of the day, you're the one who's accountable. Yep. If you're a leader. So if somebody comes down from above you, you're the one that says, I did allow this. I made this decision. Be accountable. That will get through your unit. That will get through whatever. People will respect the heck out of that. And that's a great leadership quality. Right. All right. My big one. Learn this from my, my, my little big sister. Delegation and empowerment. The two kind of go hand in hand. We've mm-hmm. experienced this with people that we just they just don't want to step up, right? And it's it's unfortunate. But if you delegate properly, because you cannot that's let's let's kind of separate this for a second. If you're trying to do everything on your own, have you ever had that person that we've done this, you and I haven't. It's yep. so busy, we just gonna it's just faster to do it ourselves. Yep. Right? Yeah. We'll just fix it ourselves, we'll handle it. Which means you're not delegating anything and you're gonna burn out. It's not a good yeah. leader. That's a horrible leadership quality. A good leadership quality else. is you you delegate things and you empower your people to be able to do those well and feel confident mm-hmm. and, and be inspired to do them well and to take that, that load off. That's, that's vital in Very. any organization, no matter how many people you, that are reporting to you or you're reporting, you know, how many leaders you have in that group. Delegation and empowerment and the ability to do that is 
I mean, it's it's one on one. Period. Yep. All right, creativity. I think that good leaders have are creative. Um, yeah. You know, we we. In we're some way. Con- we're constantly trying to improve what we do here. I think anybody who's a, a manager or a leader of a unit, um, they're always trying to look at, for ways to improve. I don't care if it's morale, processes, yeah. you name it. Yeah. Being cre- but being creative, and that's that whole other phrase I hate, thinking outside the box, <laughs> which is also overused, but it's it's the fact, right? It's being creative is an important aspect. We don't need to spend too much time on it. No, nope. seems but like just don't nice. be don't settle don't don't be satisfied with with the way things are right now. Yes. Right. Be creative. Yeah. Be which leads forward. me into our next one, which is innovation. Uh-huh. Kind of different, right? Creativity yeah. is just kind of whatever. Innovation is specific to how do we improve some New. kind of a process yeah. and, and make it better and, yeah. and, and kind of get it get it moving to work for us better. Those, and those two things could theoretically go together as mm-hmm. well, creativity and innovation, but yeah. I separate them again because I think that they're two separate things. So innovation is... Thing, a quality that, that people in, adhere to. I've always told the story that, of the guy I used to work for that was trying to come up with a, a referral package that had to do with like almost like a multi-level marketing thing. It was it was weird. We didn't do it, but it was innovative. It was sure. Like, All right, that's kind of interesting, and it, it's part of the reason why he naturally was a great leader. Yeah. All right, we're almost done. One of your favorite things, empathy. Uh-huh. My favorite thing, too. Uh-huh. It's different than humility. Empathy is mm-hmm. about other people. In other words, having the, the empathy to understand how your coworker, people that you work with, work for. It's different than sympathy. People oh, it confuse, totally is. People confuse those two it things. It totally is. Yeah. So tell me, let's walk a little bit more about, not necessarily the differences, but let's, let's talk about empathy and how that applies to leaderships. You know, why, why is that such a great thing? I'm doing what you do to me. I'm doing it to you now. That's okay. It's all right. You can I think mean, on your feet. You're yeah. a smart girl. <laughs> Um, empathy is something it's important for a leader to have because um, you need to understand that the choices how the choices you make <coughs> sorry guys and the decisions that you're making for your team how they will ripple out and affect them going sure. forward and you need to take that into consideration I mean even if you take it into something as simple as maybe you're a military leader and you're taking a team into battle you have empathy for even the people that you may come across in a town that you may take over and you want to be kind to right, so whatever. A nursing role you know, so role. as you apply that and to anything you do it's just that you have to understand that the decisions your you decisions make, the, sure. the decisions you make affect more than just the people directly there with well, you. let's just take this down. Let's say you're you, you. I always go back to like schedules, that sort of thing. You're a, you're the director of surgical services, and you are asking someone to come in and be on call, for example. Right. It's it's one thing just to be it stoically and say you're on call, up yours. Right. If you truly understand that that sucks. Yeah. Right. That sucks for this individual. I don't care if they're a staff nurse, a travel nurse. Yep. In this case. But having empathy, saying, I understand. You know, you were on last weekend. You're you're in this town. You wanted to go and do right. something. It it does it. it and it's I a good realize quality you're probably really annoyed with me even calling. Sure, <laughs> it's, you're, it's still you're, it's a good leader. Yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Last one, resilience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dun dun dun. Johnny resilient, right? Uh-huh. You're jo- you're Jonette resilient. I am. Or there jo- was a Joan. I don't know. You just made that up? Uh, yeah, Joan. Is Johnny resilient a made-up thing? I don't thing? know. Yeah, I think. I don't oh. know. I just threw it out there. We're Joan. And we are, resilience is important. In other words, you can take a punch. Yeah, you, you can can't ebb, have you can a, ebb and flow, You can't so be a weak little thing if you're no. going to be a leader because it's hard. 
It's it is a quality that you have to have if you are going to buckle. And you the can't really think. Wrong, you can't care what people think about you either. No, look at our look at our. I don't want to get political. But look at our <laughs> leaders, right? It's the leaders that yeah. most of the ones that have been in leadership roles for a while don't buckle under the pressure of mm-hmm. some. You know, look at listen. We've been on social media. Yeah. If someone says something bad, I mean, this podcast, so this podcast sucks. Oh, yeah. and it's going to suck in my thumb in a corner. Bullshit. You yeah. know me better than that. Right. I'm like, all right, well, there's a person that just doesn't get it. Forget it. Let's talk to or the other 2,000 like that do. I like it. Whatever. Right. I mean, I don't, not everybody likes everything, and that's okay. No, but being resilient in times of trouble when you've had some issues and, and being able to recover. This like too I said, shall pass. Take a, there's that, that Rocky phrase that Stallone wrote that said, it's not how hard you, you hit. It's how fast you get, get up when you've up. been hit hard. Yeah. That's, I mean, I can't believe I'm quoting Sylvester Stallone, but it's a great line. That's a great movie. It is. Like, well, I don't know if that one was. That was Rocky? Like, no, that was Just not Rocky like, Wasn't that general. like Rocky 17 or something like that? It was like Rocky. It was one of the worst Rockies, but it was a, one of the best lines I've ever heard. I, I don't even know if I actually saw that. that was the first Rocky. No, I think it's the one where he fights oh. the Tommy Gun guy. I don't know. Bad was like Rocky 5. I don't know. I love. He's talking to his kids, so he's obviously a grown man. So it's not one of the early ones. Well, we're just, we're quintessential Gen Xers, so like we grew up at the end of the Cold War. Yes. And I think I'll, just the funniest one to me is when we're fighting the Russian. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. They're all good friends. Now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's but that's what I'm saying by resilience. Anyway, so yes. <laughs> I'm gonna run through these real quickly: honesty, integrity, confidence, inspiring others, vision and purpose. Transparency, commitment and passion, being a good communicator, humility, emotional intelligence, having decision-making capabilities, accountability, delegation, empowerment, credibility, innovation, empathy, and resilience. Phew. Wow. I was ready for this podcast. This stuff is important. It's important to me. By the way, it should be important to a traveler that you have that in your travel agency, right? That you feel that... You know, the director yeah. of recruitment is, you know, if you've ever talked to him or someone who's in charge of payroll, if you've ever talked to a CEO of a company, if you talk to the head of the, the account management department, whatever it is, you're getting these kinds of vibes from that thing. So it does apply to us and what we're doing here as well. So, yep. All right, guys. Anything else you want to add? Phew. Wow. You're out of breath after that list. That was a long one. All right, guys. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys.